Listen, this is V Forever episode 17. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for being with me on this Friday. This is episode 17. I want y'all to follow Young V Forever on Twitter. Yeah. I want y'all to follow V Forever Network on Instagram. It needs love. Show some love. Show some love. Share that thing. Uh, Follow uh, V Forever on YouTube. I mean, subscribe to that. Subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast, follow this podcast on Apple, subscribe, rate it if you can, do what you can, share this thing, let's get it popping, y'all, let's get it popping, y'all, youngvforever at gmail.com. I want to talk about a couple things, um, hold up, yeah, I just want to get to it real quick, I just want to get to things really quick, this might be a shorter episode for y'all. I, you'll appreciate it as I put on lotion. My bad, y'all. And no, every everybody who puts on lotion, it sounds like that. I'm not extra dry. Come on, yo. Don't try to play me. People always trying to play somebody, though. Like, I think that's a, I think that's a guy thing, yo. Like, anytime you see somebody trying to, like, like moisturize or something like that, you, you just hear that, oh, you moisturizing? Come on, pause. Like, anybody anybody doing anything is, is the subject of jokes. I think that's just a guy thing. But listen, I want to talk about Baby Keem's album real quick because I was speaking highly of him for the last three weeks ever since that. Kendrick Lamar's song dropped. I've been speaking highly about the man. And I do want to clarify, I still believe that he has something special. I do believe that he has something special that he just needs to... That that one of these albums is going to be the album that puts him out there to us. And the melodic blue, in many ways, showed us that he has something special. But it also showed us that he is not where he needs to, where we want him to be yet. He's exactly where he needs to be. He just kind of started. He's exactly where he needs to be. But he is not where we believe he will be yet. Like, and I I, I attribute that to inexperience. He, he's just starting. And then and Kendrick wasn't, 
he wasn't all that when he started either. He had kind of a monotone voice, and now he has all these flows and all these voices. So it's not it's not necessarily uh, indicative of his potential. This album, well, it is kind of indicative of his potential because some of these songs they were ringing off, and then some of these songs were like, okay, this is generic. This is generic. Okay, let's not do this anymore. This is generic. He kind of went with the same flow that he had on Family Ties on some of these songs, and on Praise God on Donda, which by the way, that's the, that album is still ringing off. Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. That Kendrick Lamar on Range Brother, like, <laughs> let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. When Kendrick, the thing about Kendrick Lamar is, because I saw a meme about him, like, uh, about, like, a. Uh, it was like a gif of somebody running off like tee-hee-hee. It was like and it said like Kendrick after he dropped his verse on Range Brothers knowing his his fan base needs to defend this. And he's just like running off mischievously. And the thing is, he's absolutely right. Uh or they're absolutely right. Whoever made that gif. Like we have to defend that. It's hard to defend Kendrick Lamar when he does just a rand like when he does these intricate things. But it's not hard either because we've already been programmed to believe that, okay, here's the artists that we believe are at a whole different level. There's Dr. Dre. We'll always believe he is a genius and we'll always believe in what he does. There is Andre 3000. We'll always believe that he is an alien from another planet. When he drops a verse, the intricacies are unmatched. There is Kendrick Lamar. We'll always believe the same thing about Andre 3000 about Kendrick Lamar. And that's just facts. And then there's Kanye West. Uh, We'll always believe he is at an artistic high. There is nobody with a mind like his. When he takes things a certain place, it's a place that nobody has ever thought to take it. And now that he put that in their mind, they're going to take that. And And I actually, and the thing is, I think that all of those things are true. Let's go. Okay. What the hell? Okay, my bad. That was a bad connection. My bad, y'all. The thing is... And the thing is... Yeah, sorry about that. The thing is, all those things are true. About Kendrick Lamar, about Andre 3000, about Dr. Dre, about Kanye West. Those things aren't true about Kid Cudi. I'm just going to say that right now. Because people put Kid Cudi on a whole other playing field as well. And they believe he's a, he's this and that. I think Kid Cudi is the voice of a... I don't, I don't want to say a voice of a generation. He helped make the sound of a generation. 808s and Heartbreaks by Kanye West had a lot of Kid Cudi on it. AKA Kid Cut, not AKA. Kid Cutty helped on that album. He literally did. He worked on that album with Kanye. So that's and that's just facts. This has been proven to be true. Writing credits, features. They work together. They all okay. So 
moving on. But he's not he's not the same mind as Kanye. Like, it's not the same. But it's hard to defend when they do these moves that you know if somebody else did it, it would be considered absolute garbage. It's hard to defend these people who do these things that you know it would be absolutely considered garbage. My bad. This mic is this mic is crazy. I'm not even gonna, I'm not cutting none of this. I'm not cutting none of this. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be censored here. I'm not going to be held back by the uh and it's possible that the mic issues was caused by the position that the mic was facing. Like it was getting wind, like it actually was getting wind. But I'm done. I'm I'm not going to be bogged down by technical issues. This is me going in. So let's go. It is hard to defend these artists when they go these lengths to try to get you to think that what they make is trash, it seems. It means like they're trying to get you to hate them sometimes. They are challenging you to like them. And it's a weird test. Like it's like it's like let me throw let me throw metaphorical shit on the wall and call it paint a painting and now do you like this because you're my fan do you like this and we say i've never seen shit on the wall before man this is dope like like this is that's really how it is like they're challenging the audience to like I'd, i'd say to go in a different direction with them you don't always have to follow them in that direction that's what i said like people didn't follow Kanye in the Jesus is King album. You don't have to follow him in that direction. People didn't follow him in the Ye album. I thought that Ye album, other than like two songs, which out of seven, it's not bad, but it sucks. Uh, the album wasn't good to me. It lacked, it lacked, it lacked, it lacked. Um, and then some people didn't follow uh, Kendrick onto Pippa Butterfly, but it definitely did make him more popular, that album. That album did help him. It solidified him as the storyteller of our time. And I don't want to harp on Drake. I don't want to keep doing that because I feel like I did that last time. But like he just doesn't, he really doesn't evolve. And he, I don't think he's ever challenged us. I think that he challenged us one time. And that was on views. He challenged us with a different sound kind of thing. And people weren't feeling it. And so he never kind of did it again. On views when he did his whole, all of my let's just be friends. Uh, friends I don't have anymore. Like uh, I, I, that song, um, what's it called? Family Closer. Something like that. On The first song on views. Keep the family close. Something like that. That song was probably one of my favorite songs of his. Because it was like... This is him. This is a ballad, first of all. This is Drake doing a ballad. This is not Drake doing the, and I miss you, and me too, and it sounds side, and it's so let's ride. Listen, that wasn't even a real Drake song, and you knew that was a Drake song. That wasn't a real Drake song. That was me doing what sounds like a Drake song. And you knew that was a Drake song. 
when I'm running in on the east side. I'm in Toronto on the south side. Go on. Let me hold on. <laughs> he does. He does. He always does this. Like there's a sound that he has. He will always go to. But on views, he did other things. On on that one song. Um, the one with DMX. Uh, uh, on some DMX shit, my groupie and my exes, I tell them they belong to me, they say them forever, and we keep it close like we not together, you, uh, more immature than Marcus Houston, cuss too deep for a band day solution, lol, lol, I bet you found that shit amusing, and then there's like a part where he just starts singing, I got responsibilities with people that I need, and all the way to make this go, I got a nigga, check this flow, I got a nigga, check this flow, oh, he like, he like goes, he starts going. He did something different on that album. And I, I, that's why I like Views. And it has the redemption. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a little bit on the vein of his R&B side. But I like his R&B side. Uh, I like his rapping. But then he, he kind of did go back to the... Uh, I think he kind of went back to certain things. But... On that album too, like he'll always go back to certain things. And to be fair, Kanye has always gone back to certain things as well. My bad, y'all. <clears throat> he always goes back to stuff as well. Like if you listen to highlights, and you listen to it's on. No, no, it's let me see. It's on a. Why am I drawing a blank? It's on Donda. Okay, not Hurricane, um, and not the one with uh, with Lauren Hill. Oh, it is that one. The Believe What I Say, but that's more like the. Uh, fade type of thing don't let don't let the lifestyle drag you down who knows it's the last time you felt the love one less sparkle to follow in my mind one less sparkle okay that song and fade had like a, a similar bop that's not really how fade goes but you know the bop it was the bop and then Highlights has a song that's like that, too. I think it's, um, it has, I want to just play it. Actually, let me look through the soundtrack. I mean, not the soundtrack, but the track list, because that'll tell me everything. It had, uh, Follow Your Worth. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Believe what I say. 24 hours. Yeah. Lord, I hold up. Look okay. Tell the vision now. Lord, I need you. Hold up a second. I'm just. I'm really trying to find out what song it was that had everybody. Not everybody, but like. Hold up. I'm literally. <laughs> this is so bad. Not that one. 
Oh, I got it. I got it. My bad, y'all. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Pure souls. I am so sorry. I am so sorry for making y'all wait that long. That was kind of crazy. Okay. The song. The truth is only what you get away with, huh? The one with Roddy Rich. That, that one's a jam. The truth is only what you get away with, huh? That's why a lot of these niggas be faking, huh? You gotta do the trials and tribulations, huh? The truth is only what you get away with, huh? But anyway, um, that song. That song's just like highlights. Highlights. Gonna make it a way Highlights, baby. Wait, that's not. That is how it goes. Highlights. Gonna make it a highlight. That's okay. I'm losing my mind here. I'm not, I'm, y'all, <laughs> y'all think I'm crazy as hell for doing that. Just, it was like a five minute thing there. I'm sorry. I'm just saying like the artists go back to the old things that they do. Like that, that bop, they, they like that sound of, they go back and I'm not trying to harp on Drake, but I feel like he challenged himself one time and then he didn't like the reception and he never did it again. And I think he's pandered to his audiences for the rest of it. And it, and it's and it's and you know what? It's not my fault because I like views. It's his fans' fault. It's his fans' fault, and it's not cool. Like he tried something, and I liked that he tried something. That's why I was like, that's why I liked views. I liked it, but people didn't like it. So now he's not gonna try anything again. So I hope you like him talking about his enemies. Like you would think. Okay, you would think the way Drake talks, you would think that he has all of these enemies. Like the he the everyone he knows and everyone he loves is on a constant mission to find different and more ludicrous and just more elaborate ways of betraying him. Like everybody's out to betray him. That anyone is out to betray him. Not just everyone, but anyone he knows anyone he knows and doesn't know wants to betray him for some reason. And that he has all this love in his heart that has gone away because of it. Like that's him. That he just he is a tortured man because everybody for some reason wants to betray him. Like you would think that. He is the victim of victims, bruh. He is <laughs> Drake is the worst. Like he'll make you think that his everybody in his world thinks that he needs to be betrayed and, and they're going to do it. They want to do it and they don't like him for real. Nobody likes him for real. Everybody hates Drake. That's literally what Drake's make you makes Drake's. That's what Drake makes you think. Like, man, this guy why is everybody just so untrustworthy? Why doesn't anybody love this guy? Like, why doesn't anybody want to keep promises with him? No. Let me get off music. So 2K came out, and I'm hearing good things. That's kind of all I want to say, because I haven't played it yet. That's kind of all I want to say. I might play it. I don't know, man. Do y'all like Joe Biden? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was kind of random. That was out of left field. Listen, 
2K cool. Joe Biden cool? Question mark. <laughs> 2K cool. Joe Biden cool? Like if 2K ran for president? Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I'm hearing this whole tax plan, the whole IRS looking at transactions of $600 thing. Y'all don't get worried. Huh? Let me stop. Y'all don't get worried about stuff like that, like oversight. And I'm not, I'm not, cause I'm not a guy that knows everything. I'm a guy that knows nothing even. I'm probably the guy that knows nothing. So let me say something. <laughs> That's literally how it is. People that don't know anything say the most. Um, I, I, I guess I'll look in. I'll come back to you on that. I, I don't like. I don't think I like Joe Biden. I don't like him that much. Uh, as a as like a, as the president, I don't really care about it. I don't, I'm not really a fan. Um, would I rather had have Trump? No. Uh, would I have rather had someone else? If it was possible, another person that had better uh, views uh, to win, would I have gone for them? Yes. Like, I, it's just, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't, it's the, the whole lesser of two evils thing is kind of, it's kind of whack. That, that thing was kind of played out. Now, now it's like a year later and you look back, you're like, yeah, that was kind of played out. We kind of play ourselves sometimes. Like, we need a... I think we do need kind of like an independent party to win one time. Like, if Kanye would have won... <laughs> if Kanye West would have won... Th- okay, here's what I think would have happened if Kanye West would have won. I think that first... I I don't think... <laughs> first, I don't think he would have showed up to, like, the inauguration event. Um. I also... I don't think... I also don't know what would happen to Yeezy, like, the brand. Uh, like the shoes and all that, because I don't think he'd have time to deal with that. But I also don't think that he would be a hundred percent invested on on being president either. I don't think that he would be a hundred percent a president at all. Like, say what you want about Trump, uh, he was at least on like he was like in the White House. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like he was in the White House. You know, like he. He was, he was, even if you think he was a bad president, people were like, he's the president kind of thing. I don't think Kanye would like even like be the press. Like, he, I don't think he would even want to do things that were presidential. Like he would like, cause he, I think that he's like somebody who's like, he's just all about the vibes. Like he runs off vibes. So it's like today I'm going to go and do uh today. Let's do the national, um, the state of the union address. Like where we talk about everything that's happening today. Let's do that. But then it's like that. I mean, that was the date to do that was like four months ago. What happened? Like that was a year ago. We were supposed to do that. And like, I wonder if he's still dropping an album, some sort of presidential thing. Like, and then it would be interesting. He'd always have sec- uh, security service with him or secret service. Like, because the president, after you're done being president, you always will have secret service um, guarding you. That'd be interesting. That's so weird. That would have been such a weird world. And I don't I don't think the country would be better for it. <laughs> I don't think so at all. I don't think anything good would have happened. Like, as mad as we are about Biden and the whole Afghanistan thing, which it's not just a thing. It's like it's a serious issue. I, but I, I'm 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 rolling, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not gonna entertain I'm entertain it. Like, man, the choice of words. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm just, I said thing because, you know, 
the thing it is a thing it's a thing and, and a thing is a a vague term for an issue it's a thing it's a very grave issue but it's a thing too anyway um yeah as mad as you are about biden and that how mad would you be at uh, at president west in that because I think the same thing. I I don't think I don't think anything would have happened. Honestly, like I don't think he would have pulled out of Afghanistan. I don't think I don't think anything at all. I don't think we would have gotten stimulus checks. I don't <laughs> like we really wouldn't have had anything. Like who like who? Because I don't even know who was like his vice president. It was like some preacher lady. I think that it would just be screwed. <laughs> Things would be bad. Like, we need these crooked politicians to do things because they know how to do things. We need we need these crooks to be our leaders because they kind of know how to run an operation, at least. But that's enough about that. Um, I want to talk about... Because I, I, I feel like I, I, pre- I previewed those sloppy old man fights, and I saw it. I saw them. Anderson Silva versus Tito Ortiz. Anderson Silva, man. Like, Anderson Silva, if you guys were, if you guys watched MMA back in the day or, like, 09 through 2015 kind of thing, when Anderson Silva was getting into the, like, he was being the greatest that he could be, Anderson Silva finds a way to make me feel like a kid again. Like, I'm watching Anderson Silva again. Like, I remember back in the day, me and the boys, we would go to, um, Buffalo Wild Wings or something, and we would be, like, outside because it'd be packed because Anderson Silva's fighting and everybody in the town wants to see it. Like, this was before streaming. And we were – I mean, I feel like streaming was probably still happening, but it was, like, a less of a viable thing. Like, things kind of sucked in 2012, 2011, 2010. So, man, Anderson Silva, he would – and I remember my brother bought the Vitor Belfort Anderson Silva pay-per-view because we saw that in the at my mom's TV upstairs. And we uh, – Man, watching Anderson Silva was so great. He would just play. He would play around, do like the Bruce Lee thing. He would do something crazy thing, and he just do his thing. Like that's all, and that's all how I could describe it. What a martial artist! Like the art form of fighting. Uh, Anderson Silva. I think Anderson Silva to me is cooler than Bruce Lee. To be honest, like Bruce Lee was great, but Anderson Silva really fought guys that knew how to fight. Like, if Bruce Lee went up against, um, let's even bring in an old name. Bruce Lee was a small guy. Okay, so how about Frankie Edgar? And Frankie Edgar is old now, but no, no. Bruce Lee would get fucked up by Frankie Edgar. Let's not. Okay, Bruce Lee versus BJ Penn in 09. Like, oh, no, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, nine. Yeah, oh, wait, oh, nine when BJ Penn was like there, but he was leaving kind of thing. Like, he was fading a little bit. A little bit. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Uh, no, he was actually kind of still there. Uh, oh, eight, oh, nine, BJ Penn versus Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's out of here. Like, he's done. He's out of here. Even, um, who else? Bruce Lee versus, well, you can't even put him up against, like, the old guys, like, the. The boss Rubens are like uh, the Rampages, the Vanderleys, like Vanderlei Silva, Rampage, Shogun, even um, Ninja Hua, even uh, who else? Uh, 
these other definitely not Crow Cobb, definitely not uh, either of the Minotaro brothers, the Noguera brothers, even of uh, man, Fedor would have fucked him up for sure back in the no, because that's that's too unfair. He's too small for any of these guys. But that's what I'm saying. Anderson Silva beat some really really good guys that were really really special in their departments, like real wrestling people. Real jujitsu people, Damian Maya, although it was a boring fight, crazy boring fight. Real, like, just good people, even though at the same time he was in a point before MMA where was where it is today, which I believe is the most evolved form of MMA possible. Everybody has there are specialists still, like those the Russian fighters who are the wrestling, they will wrestle grounded pound the Habib, the Habib type fighters. Khabib Nurmagomedov, those fighters, um, the Khabib fighters, and the people who came in with Khabib. Um, shout out to. I'm not giving shout out to Russians. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that. Shout out to Khabib because I he was one of my favorite fighters when he was uh, his like the Conor McGregor fight. Okay, I'm getting off track, but I, I you you could tell. I love MMA. I love MMA. I really like boxing. I love MMA. Um, that Habib versus Connor fight, that was like the turning point of MMA. Because MMA fighters were like, people were like trying to act like Connor, call people out, chalk trash, be a certain way. And Habib was absolutely not like that. And I think if Habib would have lost, MMA would be a different sport altogether. The sport would have died, and it would have became entertainment television. Like, MMA would be more UFC-like. Because after Habib won, that opened the door for so many things. So many, like, specialists. So many, like, just talented fighters became empowered. People who don't talk but fight. Like, these Russians are crazy. What's his name? Islam Makachev. He's, he's coming up. Um, even in Bellator, the champ right now, what's the Bellator light heavyweight champ's name? His, let me see. Let me see his name right quick. Cause, cause the, Vadim Nemkov. I don't know why I messed that up. Vadim Nemkov. Um, even the welterweights, Yuroslav Amoslav, like these, these Russian guys are in and if he would have lost, who knows what would have happened? I think Dana White would have been happy because money, but nah, Habib became a star too. He like a superstar second. He apparently was the second most famous, uh, Muslim athlete. The first being Salah, uh, Mohammed Salah. And shout out to Liverpool, right? I guess <laughs> if y'all watch soccer, I don't. I don't really watch it like that. But he was in Liverpool. Um, but yeah, Anderson Silva makes me feel like I'm a kid. And when he knocked out Tito Ortiz, because I never liked Tito, I was a Chuck guy. So Chuck and Tito were a thing. They hated each other. And then Tito Ortiz finally fights Chuck in twenty like 2018 or something. And Chuck Liddell's like he's like a cokehead or something, or like he's just like an old guy now. And so when he beat up Chuck Liddell after he lost to him twice back when they were both in their primes, I felt so sick to my freaking stomach. Like he got away with robbery. Like, 
Like, this is the Montreal screw job. Where is Vince? Like, this is horrible. And then Anderson Silva did to him what I really needed him to do. He knocked his block off. And Anderson Silva was a hero to me again. I hate Tito Ortiz. I hate him so much for what he did to Chuck. I hate that guy. And, man, and I try not even to be like that. But I'm a fan. Like, I'm not, I'm not some sort of journalist. I'm a fan. So it doesn't matter, honestly. But Anderson Silva makes you feel like a kid again. Every If you loved him back in the day, you, you get transported because he still has it. Not in the same way, but definitely has it. And he needs to get fucking paid. Like, he needs to fight somebody. I don't want him to fight the Pauls. I don't want him to fight the Paul brothers because I don't believe there's, like, I don't really think that there's much um, virtue in that. But... Maybe fight Vitor again, because Vitor was so hype after he whooped on a 58-year-old man. Um, and then he said, like, make America great again. That was so bizarre. And Donald Trump didn't do that bad as the commentary, but it was very cringy, too. Um, 50 Cent was there. Anyway, uh, man, like, what's up with him? Like, I feel like, and, and what I'm going to say about MMA is the same, like, the same thing I'm going to say about pro wrestling because there's no MMA Hall of Fame just like there's no professional wrestling Hall of Fame. I don't believe there's a professional wrestling Hall of Fame. And there's definitely no MMA Hall of Fame that's that's recognized at least. And these are things that need to happen because it's bad when one organization has a Hall of Fame and it exclude and it becomes exclusive. It excludes people it's, it's not an inclusive Hall of Fame because only people who are in that promotion uh, are going to be in the Hall of Fame. And that, that starts to mean, well, if you're not here, then you're just not the best. And that's not true. Fedor, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, never touched the UFC. And he's a legend. And the thing is, MMA has a bad time promoting their legends, like like making people. Because there's new fans coming in all the time with these fighters. And it's going to keep growing. I think MMA is going to be one of like the big four sports, like basketball, baseball, football, and MMA. I think it's going to be like that, at least in the USA. I think it's going to be like that. And, and internationally, it's going to be, I think it's going to be soccer, national sport, MMA. Like, I think it's just going to be like that. And with that comes new fans. And these people, they see an old guy like Carlos Condit just retired. People see these guys and they don't, they don't, um, they don't remember when Carlos Condit fought GSP, when Carlos Condit fought Robbie Lawler. They don't remember these wars, the, like, these wars, man, like these beautiful fights, man. Like, these guys don't remember Lyoto Machida. They don't remember Rampage Jackson slamming Ricardo Arona. Like, they don't remember Rampage knocking out Chuck. Rampage knocking out Vanderlei. Rampage getting knocked out by Shogun. They don't remember Shogun. They don't remember John Jones fucking up Shogun. I remember seeing that, and I was devastated. This was 2011. Shogun was Shogun lost to Lyoto Machida by decision, the first fight. Shogun then fucked up Lyoto Machida in the second fight. Then Shogun goes up against John Jones. John Jones, uh, Rashad, they don't know Rashad. They don't know Rashad. Rashad gave Chuck that hand, bruh. Laid him at, laid his ass out. 
They don't remember. Like, people are going to remember these people. They don't remember. Okay, Rashad, he got injured. He couldn't fight Shogun for the title. Uh, John Jones, 21 years old, replaces Rashad Evans. The first thing that John Jones does when this fight starts is do a flying fucking knee to, to like, the baddest man on the planet. Back in the day, back in those days, the light heavyweight champion was the toughest fucking guy on the roster. It came, it started off with Chuck. Chuck lost to, mm, let me get down to it. Because who did who were rampage me for the time? I believe it was Chuck. Let me look that up. History. Let's see. Okay, okay, okay. What is this website? <laughs> what is this website? Okay, okay, okay. Light heavyweight. This is heavyweight. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let me start it off. Okay, I was right. Quentin did win. Okay. So... Randy loses it to Chuck. Chuck loses it to Rampage. Rampage loses it to Forrest Griffin. Kind of crazy. Rashad Evans takes it. Leoto Machida comes in, knocks Rashad Evans' block off. And I remember Joe Rogan was like, we are now in the Leoto Machida era. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Leoto Machida beats... Um, Shogun, then Shogun beats him, then John Jones comes in, and John Jones is literally, literally is the champion, uh, forever. Uh, Daniel Cormier replaces him because he gets in trouble and all that. But John Jones, John Jones takes it. John Jones takes it back. John Jones, John Jones, John Jones, and now Jan Blahovich is uh Blahovich is like the the champ, but. Back in the before John Jones, if you were a light heavyweight, you were the most dangerous person on the UFC roster and probably in MMA. Like in all MMA promotions, the light heavyweight champion was the guy. The you know that you know how they say the heavyweight champ is the baddest man on the planet. The light heavyweight champion back then was the baddest man on the planet. We had Shogun fighting. We like back in the day, even Alistair Overeem was a light heavyweight. Like. Well, the the rules were kind of like it was different back then. So like in uh, in Japan, so it was like different weights was like considered light heavyweight. So these people like I, I don't believe Meek, uh, um, Merkel Krokop. No, he was always a heavyweight. Uh, but we had Vanderlei fighting. We had um, Alistair fighting. Alistair fought. Uh, Fabrizio over Doom. We had Shogun, Ninja Hua. We had Kevin Randleman, rest in peace. We had, like, it was so many people just going in. And then John Jones comes and he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. But yeah, people don't even remember John Jones like that. 
People don't remember that. People don't remember how crazy. And then people don't remember Rampage at all. They don't show respect to Rampage. They don't fucking show respect to Rampage. You know how Ramp when Rampage fought John Jones and I saw Rampage had abs, I knew John Jones was in trouble. I knew John Jones was in trouble. I knew he was gonna lose. I called it from the beginning. And what happens? John Jones stomps his ass out. John Jones makes him look like a boy. John Jones was that guy. Like, that's the thing. When John Jones was gonna fight Shogun, I knew Shogun was going to win. I knew Machida was going to beat him. I knew Rampage was going to beat him. I knew Rashad Evans was going to beat him. But John Jones made all of these guys look like boys. And people don't remember that because the UFC doesn't promote people like that. They don't promote legends. They don't. If you're not under contract with the UFC, you don't exist. They don't remember Randy Couture, Captain America, Randy the Natural Couture, man. When he beat that man, Brian, not Brian Sylvia, um, Tim Sylvia. They don't remember Tim Sylvia. Tim Sylvia was actually legit too. And when Randy Couture comes back, he's like 45, beats Tim Sylvia to be heavyweight champ. It, the When Joe Rogan was crying while interviewing him because it was such a moment, they don't remember that. They don't remember when Brock Lesnar fucked Randy Couture up to get the title. Brock Lesnar got... I think Brock Lesnar was like solidified me as an MMA guy because I loved him in WWE. And when he came into MMA and started winning, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, We'll never see people promote Randy. It's up to the fighters to promote themselves. Instead, there should be like a grand organization like boxing that promotes, uh, they, um, like it gives you a, a sports hall of fame. Like there is the NBA hall of fame, but there's also a baseball hall of fame. There's a, there's, I don't know about soccer hall of fame. You guys would have to tell me that there's a boxing hall of fame. There's a hall of fame for these sports. There is independent of organization and that's how it should be. Just with WWE, like, we'll never see Owen Hart. And that that hurts, man. That hurts. We'll never. And it hurts me. It hurts me even though I didn't even watch him live. Like, I, I wasn't. Um, I mean, it was 98 when he died or 99. Um, I, don't rem I don't remember. I always remember that, like, knowing he was dead. I don't remember when he died. I know it was 1999. I believe it was the pay-per-view Over the Edge in 1999. Um, I saw the documentary, um, and that was like like the darkness. Or What is that? The Dark Side of the Ring. The Dark Side of the Ring. That's such a beautiful show. Um, well, not really beautiful. It's so sad. But Owen Hart's was the saddest. Well, Chris Wall was so sad, and Owen Hart was so sad. That was so sad. Like, if Owen Hart was in the 2000s, he'd be a Hall of Famer. If Owen Hart was in, yeah, if Owen Hart came out during the time when it was Jericho, Benoit, like, I mean, you know. Man, if Benoit wouldn't, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's these legends that they'll never get recognized again. Benoit does not deserve to be recognized. That's not what I'm saying. Chris Benoit's dead, and he's he's the worst. But his his wife, Nancy, the woman... 
She was a manager. She she doesn't get recognized, and she didn't do anything wrong. She was murdered, and she's not going to be recognized. She had all this work in WCW and on, and managing. Uh, he she managed so many people, and she's not going to get recognized because she wasn't a WWE person, and it's and it's a uh, um, it behooves them not to bring up Nancy anymore because because Chris Benoit, and it sucks. It's really bad. But there's people who, who won't get recognized. Like, um, Owen Hart's wife will never let the WWE add him into the Hall of Fame. It'll never happen. He'll never be in a video game. They killed him. They killed him. Like, they really killed him. And and it sucks because he deserves to be recognized. Owen Hart was a bad motherfucker, man. Blue Blazer was bad, man. Like, these, he was literally, he was like the size of... He was like 6'3 or something. And he was moving like Eddie. Like, Eddie. And then, and then another thing, like. And I'm not saying that we should always be in the past and recognize the past all the time. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, there needs to be a Legends wing for everybody. Everybody needs to be in it. Like, every, or no, not every legend, but, like, every organization needs to have it. Like, induct them. I know Andre the Giant. I was about to say Andre 3000. I know Andre the Giant was the first induction in the WWE Hall of Fame. Deservingly. Shout out to Andre. Forever. But I'm saying like, and I'm not saying Owen's the only person that bothers me that he'll never be in. Like, there's so many people that need to be in the in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. The Wrestling Hall of Fame. Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. That's what I believe in. And the MMA Hall of Fame, not just not just the uh, like these like the UFC Hall of Fame, not a Bellator Hall of Fame, which that'd be an interesting thing. But we need a we need a just a just regular Hall of Fames, man. I, I'm have I was having such a good time talking about MMA, like talking about these fights, man. Back in the day, man, I used to think Rashad was so damn good. Rashad Evans, Sugar Rashad. I used to think he was so good, and I knew Rashad was about to beat Rampage when he beat Rampage. Like, when Rampage and Rashad fought, I knew Rashad was going to win. I didn't, I wanted Rampage to win because I loved Rampage more, but I knew Rashad was about to win. People don't remember Nate Diaz. Well, they, no, I mean, I'm saying Nick, 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 Nick. Nick's about to fight in like two, I don't know about two, I think it's like October 30th. Something like that. Uh, Nick Nick Diaz. People don't remember Nick. People don't even remember George St. Pierre. He was a bad man. Nobody could beat him. People don't remember that stuff. And that, But that's the thing. That's the problem with uh, having an organization that doesn't provo- promote their legends. And when the fans start seeing just these old guys losing and getting kicked out of the UFC, they're like, thank God, because he was bad. But they don't see like they don't say like, man, thank you for your contribution to the sport, bruh. Cause you gave us so much. Like you like these pioneers. And the thing is, these pioneers aren't even that old. They're like in their forties, but it's this MMA evolved so fast. It evolved so fast. Except for the heavyweight division. There's like one or two guys that are like really elite and then the rest are just like these big guys. 
But that's all I wanted to talk. That's all I wanted to talk. I was about to get into social media. I was about to get into some stuff. But I, I'm gonna leave that for tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but the next day. The next day. The next time that we talk to each other. That was a weird accent. All right, y'all. This is V Forever. Follow me, Young V Forever, on Twitter. V Forever Network on Instagram. V Forever on YouTube. Young V Forever at gmail.com. Follow this. Give this to your friends. Give it to your family. Give it to your loved ones. Give it to the people that you hate. Start it as an icebreaker. Make it, you can make a friendship with it. And subscribe and just keep going. Keep liking this. Keep doing this, man. Let's keep it going. We are on a rocket ship on the way to the moon. But first, we have to find our breathing apparatuses. Machiavelli documentary, I mean, retrospective coming pretty soon. I halted it. I started back up. I'm back on it. Let's get it popping. V forever. Peace. Forever.